0: What's up, people? Good evening, football fans. This is Frontline Football coming at you with the latest NFL news, rumors, updates, and highlights. There you go. Okay.
1: So today, we have a couple topics they will flow through the top. We have the Yannick Ngakwe trade rumors are heating back up, and we'll give you the favorites and who we personally think will land. We have an Earl Thomas was released after a fight at practice, and we're curious where he'll end up. And we also have Melvin Ingram is holding out. What does this mean for the Chargers and their future on the defense? And, of course, we wish our best wishes to Ron Rivera in his fight against cancer. And then as a bonus story today, we're going to talk about the Buda Baker extension and what it means for the Cardinals and their secondary. All right. We're going to open up with Earl Thomas. I take the opening thoughts. The Allegedly, the leading teams are the Browns and the Cowboys. The Cowboys because... You know, they're the Cowboys, and he said he wants to go there multiple times. And the Browns, because they're secondaries, in shambles nine times out of ten. So maybe a guy like Earl Thomas would help. What do you guys think?
0: That's a great opening statement, Jack. I think that the Cowboys are going to get a... The Cowboys haven't gotten anybody. And Jerry Jones is going to get somebody this offseason. So it was might as well be him.
1: You bring up a good point there, Jerry. He always likes to make a crazy move. What do you think, Zach?
2: I, I think the Dolphins. No, not the Dolphins. <laughs> Shoot. What's your? You can pick a dark horse. I mean, yeah, I guess the Dolphins because they do—they have a decent secondary. They did I mean, get rid
1: of Minka and Byron Jones, <laughs> Earl Thomas, yeah. and Xavier Howard. Sounds like a nasty secondary for anyone to deal with. Personally, yeah. I think the Browns or the Cowboys. The Cowboys seem like the fit. But Jerry Jones isn't going to let us into his brain quite yet, but I do think the Cowboys will make a move. Though he is a bit of a head case and can cause trouble, he's still a solid player. He's not Legion of Boom level, but he's still good, and I think that he could have a very promising career in Dallas with no Super Bowl rings, though.
0: Yeah, this hasn't been a good year for Earl Thomas to begin with. Yeah, he's had a lot of
1: issues off the field and on the field. And it but, sucks for someone to have to leave the Ravens' culture like that since they were looking to move in the right direction as of late.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like if he's in the right system, he'll make a comeback here this year.
1: Yes, he could easily come back. And he was hes a solid safety last year. He's just not the Earl Thomas of old. But I do expect him to continue his NFL journey. It will not end. All right, next we have... Yannick Ngakwe, I'll let you guys open this one up with the favorites
0: and what do we think about that? Okay. So to open this one up, we have Yannick Ngakwe, who is allegedly getting traded in the near future. Now, the Jaguars GM has said that they will be making no moves in the near future because they will make sure to make the most uh, bang for their buck for this trade. Now... The favorites for this are the Browns and the New York Jets. Thoughts?
1: Okay. Personal opinion. I have a bias for one because I'm a Jets fan. But I think that he could be a really good fit in the New York Jets system because they never really had a lead sacker. And while we were good against the run, there was no edge pressure at all. And it was a huge struggle to get to the quarterback for most of the year. And a player like Yannick, he could change a game. And if he has a breakout year, he's just entering his prime now we just for the right price this guy could be an elite piece for a new defense
2: yeah that's a good point but i think he's going to go to the browns because uh if miles garrett has that little uh head, head uh, scratcher of a uh, thing that he did in the steelers game uh it would be nice having another person to sack the qb if miles garrett wants to hit some helmets again
1: the browns could be a nasty combo with miles garrett and Yannick, and with their offense having a bunch of pieces, they're running out of issues. Their roster is actually pretty solid when you look at it on paper, but can they execute this year in a tough division?
2: The Cowboys always disappoint, so how about the Browns also do that too?
0: I mean, hey, Kevin Stefanski, he looked pretty good this playoff run, so... Yeah, he looked good in Minnesota.
1: Good. He had yeah. Delvin Cook on a breakout year, so you never know. The Browns could be crying for something, and they could be overlooked, or they could be the same old Browns we know.
0: Yes. The Any same more old closing
1: thoughts from anyone before we move on? They can no, move at all. all right, we are moving on to Melvin Ingram holdout. All right, you guys can also open with this. What do you guys think? Um,
2: So Melvin Ingram is holding out still. Uh, It's been going on for a very long time. I think he's going to head back to the Chargers. Um, There's not a lot of teams except the Chargers that he could be going back to, and that defense would be very uh, scary. It's still very scary, but it would be even more scarier if he was on a deal. Any thoughts on this, guys? Uh, you bring up a good point there because
1: I think Joey Bosa getting paid had a huge impact on where Yannick, or not Yannick, my bad, Melvin Ingram stands with the Chargers. He, though he's not as good as Bosa, it's good to have a one-punch, one-two punch at your defensive ends, just like Yannick and Miles Garrett would be in that scenario, and he's been a very good player overall, and with defensive also having to scheme around Bosa, one of them's bound to hit the QB, and it's almost too too good to give up. I think you gotta extend him because think about it. You have great corners with the recent signing of Chris Harris Jr. and you had Desmond King had a breakout year. Casey Hayward, Derwin James. He when he was healthy, he was an All-Pro his rookie year, which is also very impressive. And they also drafted the <laughs> Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma to lead that linebacking core. I mean, it's such a good duo. You can't really. I'd go for it because if the offense. With the good weapons it already has—Hunter Henry, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams—it could take off. And you never know; the Chargers could go somewhere, depending on Herbert's development.
2: Those any are some dark really horse good... picks, like You think, Jack, or um, um, do you think there's any like dark horse picks, or Ooh, do you think
1: for Melvin Ingram? I yeah, think it's it's very similar market to Yannick, since they're both edge rushers and all. So I think he could go. Maybe the Jets could make a move for him. He's the Browns. But the issue comes with age. He's thirty one, he's not young anymore, so I'd say that he's better off staying with a complete team, such as the Chargers, where the Jets and the Browns, they're still trying to find themselves. The Chargers were twelve and four two years ago. They just struggled with turnovers last year. But I feel like the Chargers are a little more built, and I think that he'd be better off staying in a system that he knows and being that veteran leader for that team.
0: Any thoughts, Josh? Uh, I just, yeah, good points that you brought up. And I really think that Melvin Ingram would have a lot of help for the team. Like he would help Joey Boza keep progressing to become, who knows, maybe a Hall of Fame tied in by the, or not tied in, (laughs) defensive end. I'm so sorry. Uh, But, yeah, I feel like this won't go past maybe week five at the latest. And I just got to say one more thing. What is with Chargers players in holding out? It's
1: happened quite it's like... often. And it happens with Melvin's as well, Gordon and Ingram. It's very yeah. interesting. But it is. with having Mahomes, a sleeper breakout candidate, and Drew Locke in your division, you're going to need someone to tackle them. Because if you let those guys get into their groove, Mahomes is still entering his prime. He just won a Super Bowl with those weapons. You're going to need a good defense to lock him down. Because I don't know if I trust Justin Herbert to be able to go par-to-par with a guy like Mahomes.
2: Yeah. And another thing, uh, the Raiders, uh, not a lot of people are talking about them, but they are a dark horse uh, playoff. They are in the playoff picture, but they're still they're, there's some problems on that team, but they can still edge out a win against the Chargers.
1: You bring up a good point there. The Raiders are, their division is stacked in the grand scheme of things, but... You look at them, they have the pieces to maybe sneak in. So we've got to keep an eye out for the Raiders. You never know. Maybe yeah. like
0: a third seed for them in the division. You know, seventh seed. and Yeah, maybe playoffs. like
1: they sneak in. The, with the Chiefs and the Broncos and the Chargers sleeper defense with them, I don't know if they'll be winning the division. But they're definitely a wild card pick. If they can get a couple division round upsets within their division, they could steal a seat easily.
2: Yeah. Any closing so, thoughts
1: from anyone? I think we have any. All right. We're going to move on to the final story of the day and that is Buddha Baker's extension. He is now the highest paid safety in NFL history. What do you guys think about that?
2: Uh well, I don't think he should be getting paid that much. Uh he's a good safety and he basically If Patrick Pearson's not playing well, well, he plays well.
1: You bring up a good point there. The safety market was reset with the payment of Eddie Jackson, but there's people like Jamal Adams, Derwin James, such people just sitting there without still playing on that rookie contract, and they are better safeties, in my opinion, but then again, they're a little different roles in their defense. I mean, Buda Baker was on the top 100, as I saw the video right there, but... He's a very interesting candidate, and I think that the pay you should have paid him as the Cardinals. I don't know about the highest-paid safety in the league, but the issue with the market is if he would have waited for Jamal to get paid or Derwin James, then maybe he'd be paying an even more hefty salary for a player like Buda Baker.
2: I agree with that also, but it's a smart uh, decision by the Cardinals because uh, they have to deal with like one of the harsh divisions. In football, with dealing with the Seahawks two times, and the Niners, which were just Super Bowl uh, contenders, um, so those teams are very, very offensive heavy, and uh, well, one of them is, and then the Rams can still edge out some wins against them.
0: Any thoughts, Josh? Uh, I just want to say congratulations to Buddha. You really earned that contract. And I really think it was a good deal by the Cardinals to sign Buda Baker to that deal. Cause now they've locked him in for however many years the contract is. And I say great job to that because if they would have waited, then other better safeties would have gotten their big money contracts and Buddha would have wanted a big money contract. Cause he's a big money player. And so I feel like it was good locking down their safety, but they also got to think about their cap in the future because if Kyler still is producing, if DeAndre Hopkins is still producing, they're going to have to pay them too. And then you're going to run into a situation like the Chiefs are right now, where you're having to give money to all your big stars and they don't leave you. That is a good point. With players, they tagged Kenyon
1: Drake on the franchise tag. So if he's good, then they're also going to have to pay him. Cardinals, I think they're building they're building something special here and they could really become something within the next 2 or 3 years. But with that yeah. hard division with people like the 49ers and the Rams, they're not good like they were 2 years ago, but they're not horrible either that I can't just put any of those teams. Especially the Seahawks made a big blockbuster trade for Jamal Adams. It's clear they're going for a run. You don't trade for two first round picks to rebuild a year. So you have to watch out with the Seahawks. And their new Jamal Adams at safety, along with the 49ers with their already nightmares defense and run game. You're going to have to be ready if you're the Cardinals. But you could definitely see a sneaking in for a wild card in the yeah. playoffs.
2: Yeah. I mean, they have to deal with so many like great defensive players. Nick Bosa, Jamal Adams now uh, on the Seahawks, and Aaron Donald, just to name off every – like those are all three of the teams that have one great defensive player. And that Cardinals O line is not the best, and it's not the worst, but it still needs some. It needs a lot of work. That is a good so point. That, that's the thing that scares uh, people on choosing the Cardinals for going to the playoffs is because that O line just hasn't been good. Kyler got sacked like forty-eight times. This uh this last season, and that's just his rookie year, so he'll be taking a lot more sacks.
1: That is if one weakness of the Cardinals. The real line needs a bit of work. So anybody else, or but any closing thoughts?
0: Uh, I just say the division. Well, the NFC itself, if the Cardinals are going to make it in, because I think that we're dealing with another uh Browns team from last year, where it's that two wide receivers to be. To be completely honest, DeAndre Hopkins is a way better receiver than Odell, but it's kind of that two-wide receiver situation where everybody starts to get hyped up about this one team making the playoffs. But I feel like they could make a run. It's just not this year unless the NFC is just completely abysmal this year. You bring up a good
1: point there. They could be. They could definitely sneak in because we can't discredit Kyler's athleticism and his ability to evade defenders, but I think what the Cardinals should be looking for is a franchise left tackle, someone that will have Kyler Murray's back for the next decade so they can truly show their true potential because Russell Wilson, he hasn't had an O-line in quite some time, and they don't really help him that much. Imagine if he had an O-line. He'd be so good. So we just have to keep that in mind as well because having Hopkins and O-line, it could be a deadly duo in the future, and I wish the Cardinals luck I'm excited to see that Kyler Hopkins duo. It should be good. Yeah. So Um, any final thoughts before we end the episode?
2: Um... No, I don't think so.
0: All right, then. Uh, Just gotta say uh, one more thing. We wish all 32 NFL teams luck this year. Hope that they can... Survive this pandemic and have a great season this year. Make we hope that all of them stay healthy, and we hope that they provide amazing highlights for us to cover on this show for many. I just weeks.
2: I I just thought of something. Uh, hope that Ron Rivera uh, can defeat cancer. Hopefully. Yep, we wish him the
1: best of luck in that journey. So to end the episode out. <clears throat> If you liked what you saw, like, comment, subscribe, do all that shenanigans. Also, we have a Twitter and an Instagram where you're going to get daily news, the top news stories of the day, just as fast, if not faster, than the insiders. And it will be interesting to see. We're building that up, so if you want football news, come to Twitter, come to Instagram. You'll get it there. And we'll see you guys for next time. We'll be here again at some point where we'll be covering new news that comes out within the next week. It's going to be interesting. So, see you guys later. Bye. Bye.